Morning prayer begins on page four of the Book of Common Prayer. Rend your hearts and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 is on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, where they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. This morning's psalm is Psalm 101, found on page 463. My song shall be of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. O let me have understanding in the way of godliness. When wilt thou come unto me? I will walk in my house with a perfect heart. I will take no wicked thing in hand. I hate the sins of unfaithfulness. There shall no such cleave unto me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I destroy. Whoso hath also a haughty look and a proud heart, I will not suffer him. Mine eyes look upon such as are faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. Whoso leadeth a godly life, he shall be my servant. There shall no deceitful persons dwell in my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I shall soon destroy all the ungodly that are in the land that I may root out all the wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 17th verse of the 34th chapter, the book of Ezekiel. And as for you, O my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I shall judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and goats, is it too little for you to have eaten up the good pasture, that you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pasture, and to have drunk the clear waters, that you must foul the residue with your feet? 
And as for my flock, they eat what you have trampled with your feet, and they drink what you have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep, because you have pushed with side and shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns, and scattered them abroad. Therefore I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be a prey, and I shall judge between sheep and sheep. I will establish one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, my servant David. He shall feed them and their shepherd, and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them, and cause wild beasts to cease from the land, and they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing, and I will cause showers to come down in their season. There shall be showers of blessing. Then the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase. They shall be safe in their land, and they shall know that I am the Lord. When I have broken the bands of their yoke and delivered them from the hand of those who enslaved them, and they shall no longer be a prey for the nations, nor shall beasts of the land devour them, but they shall dwell safely, and no one shall make them afraid. I will raise up for them a, gar a garden of renown, and they shall no longer be consumed with hunger in the land, nor bear the shame of the Gentiles any more. Thus they shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord God. You are my flock, the flock of my pasture. You are men, and I am your God, says the Lord God. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus has found on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second chapter of the second epistle of Paul, the Apostle, to Timothy. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. Commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You, therefore, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Therefore I endure all things, for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we, all, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. 
If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Here ends the second lesson. Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not the Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who hast committed to the hands of man the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit to put it into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and in true holiness 
in thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, great in making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. As you know, we're finishing the first full week of Lent, but today is also the third of the three ember days this week, the last ember day until May 31st, the Wednesday before Trinity Sunday. So we have three colics this morning, the ember day colic used throughout the year, the Lent one colic used this week, and the Ash Wednesday colic set until Palm Sunday. Ember days are among the oldest observances in the Western Church. The idea of Lent was a 40-day period of a 40-day period of fasting was finalized in the fourth century. But meanwhile, the Ember Day seasons were first observed in third century Rome as a counter to the pagan holidays in June, September, and December. The Ember Day at the beginning of Lent was added in the fifth century, and at that point they received their emphasis on promoting the ordained ministry. Today, as Bishop Scarlett reminds us, the Ember Days are an opportunity more broadly to promote church renewal and both ordained and lay ministry. In my conversations with the rectors of healthy Anglican churches, while certain sacramental roles are reserved for the priesthood, no church can be healthy without a broader commitment of the congregation to the spiritual health and mission of the church. Many of you have heard about the Bishop's plan for renewal through the formation of a faithful remnant committed to praying and fasting. If not, I encourage you to go to the Diocese of Holy Trinity website to learn more. Today's readings tie together the in their commands to obedience and faithfulness in the actions of both spiritual leaders and ordinary Christians. Today I'll focus on the Psalm and the Old Testament, leaving Paul's second letter to Timothy for another time. In that context, let us first turn our attention to our Psalm, Psalm 101. This is explicitly a Psalm of David, who, although a king, was not a priest, and thus, in the new covenant epoch that we now live in, is, more, is like a, us, a lay penitent, making his prayers to God. In Psalm 101, we have David's thinking working on two levels. As one of God's cho chosen people, David is articulating the actions and principles to which he has committed himself. He thus speaks of his appreciation of God's mercy to him and his judgment on his enemies. And thus he sings or celebrates God's dealings. At the same time, David is also the first leader of only two leaders of the unified kingdom of all 12 tribes of Israel. So while he's probably the, the greatest and most faithful king of all the Old, New Test, of the Old Testament, 
he's speaking about how his individual faith is made manifest and how he leads his people. Today, he focuses on being, being a leader, acting in what the New King James calls walking in a perfect way, but what other translations more precisely term with integrity. Would that our political leaders today took this, their lesser responsibilities this seriously. None of us are kings, but many of us in our day-to-day -day lives lead others in firms, nonprofits, a family, or the church. Like David, we should have all those leadership decisions guided with integrity and an ongoing appreciation of God's mercy. Meanwhile, in the Old Testament, today we finish the 34th chapter of Ezekiel that we began on Ember Friday. In the first part of his book, the prophet Ezekiel was speaking about the judgment against Israel, culminating in chapter 33 with the fall of Jerusalem. This week in chapter 34, he is beginning the second half, which promises restoration of God's people after the Babylonian captivity. If yesterday, as Bishop said, Ezekiel was speaking about the shepherd, today the emphasis is on his flock, i.e. the sheep. As in Psalm 101 and throughout the Psalms, God's people both have specific responsibilities and also enjoy his many blessings. In the beginning of today's passage, the sheep who enjoy these blessings are called to be neither selfish nor wasteful. One commentator remarks on verses 18 and 19, not content with appropriating to their own uses the goods of others, they from mere wantonness spoiled what they did not use, so as to be of no use to the owners. Verses 20 to 25 thus promise God's judgment between the good and the bad, the humble and the mighty. In the middle passage, in verses 26 to 29, people of Israel are to be a source of blessing, not only for themselves, but for the Gentiles around them. In the New Covenant, of course, we have neither Jew nor Gentile, but we do have God's people, those who follow God and those who do not know or choose to ignore or reject him. Thus, we can follow this command 2,600 years later in how we deal with those around us. The last two verses of this chapter give us the certainty of God's promises. Thus they shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord God. You are my flock, the flock of my pasture. You are men, and I am your God, says the Lord God. With that, we now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed in thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Direct us, O Lord, in all our doings, with thy most gracious favor, and further us with thy continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in thee, we may glorify thy holy name, and finally, by thy mercy, obtain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to Brett and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Joel. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank everybody. you.